0: Hi, I'm Justin Wink, PhD, and you're listening to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast. Are you ready to bust burnout, pursue your passion, have more time, money, energy, and relationships you actually love, including the relationship with yourself? If so, then this podcast is for you. I'm a best-selling author, coach, consultant, speaker, and a leader in transforming people's lives from living in fear, obligation, and guilt to living a life of joy, ease, and love. What's most important is that I can teach you all this in a way that's enjoyable, easy, fast, and can actually last. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm talking about how you live your life is how your world shows up for you. And I'm coming again from uh, Tulum, Mexico, where I'm recording this. It's been a really interesting experience in uh, Tulum. So basically, what today I'm going to be sharing some of the experience I've had while well, being in Tulum, they're kind of going with the theme of how you live your life is how your world shows up. Because things have not been you know, easy, yet the way I've been dealing with it, things have been going pretty well, pretty easy for me. Whereas basically where I'm staying here in Tulum was that uh, I got connected through a great coaching friend of mine to somebody who lives here in Tulum and I'm basically staying at the same place where she lives. And she's been going through some of the similar things I've been going through and has not been having a great time. And I'm still relatively having a great time. So we'll get into that. We'll get into what I've been up to, including cenote diving and the challenges of maybe not exactly knowing where you're going to be showing up when you get to a new part of the world and how that is and how it's different and challenges that can come up and how to roll with that. And the whole point of this is so that you can have the world that you wanna be living in. And that really has to do with how you live your life. Often we think, well, when the world is peaceful, when the world has things figured out, when the world's given me what I want, when things go my way, then I can be happy, I can be peaceful, I can be kind, all these things. And it's complete bullshit. It's just not how it works. At least I've found it doesn't work that way. I've spent you know, majority of my life expecting it to work that way I eventually gave up and decided to completely flip it. And that's what I'm gonna be offering to you is to completely flip how you look at your life and your world. So, but first, let's talk about some some fun stuff. So I'm here in Tulum and Tulum has one of the largest networks of cenotes, which are these underwater, freshwater sort of cave systems. They're kind of like underground rivers, water reservoirs. And I've been to Tulum Technically, before about a year and a half, no, not even that, like nine months ago, for a retreat, and it had a cenote in the property, and it was just you know beautiful. Well, it was small though. I mean, it's part of a part of a retreat center. I did get a chance to go visit one and swim. This time, I, don't know, I was called to do some scuba diving. So, you probably heard me talk about scuba diving. If you're following my social media at uh, Justin Wink PhD on Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, then you've probably been seeing some of these pictures of me scuba diving, even some video possibly. So I was like, you know, I think I'd like to do some scuba diving in a cenote, see what that's all about. And cenote scuba diving is kind of serious. So it does, did require that I have my advanced open water certification, which I have, because it's technically, you're doing cavern diving, not cave diving. And you might be going, well, Justin, what's the difference? I now know, so I can tell you, cavern diving is defined as you're within 200 feet of being able to pop up to to fresh air. At 200 feet, that's, what is that? That's like 60, 60 meters, 70 meters for those of you listening worldwide, which is pretty far. It's pretty far. It's not super close, especially when I uh, got to experience it firsthand where I'm there and I look up and it's just... It's just cave wall, and I'm like, if I am within 200 feet of fresh air, I actually don't know which direction that is. So I'm going to trust my equipment, trust the guide I'm with. So, you know, knowing that, knowing your equipment, being able to be calm, comfortable is all part of having the advanced open water certification, and it is so worth it because just the experience was phenomenal. So, the for two things. The one one was really cool was. I know Barbenheimer, you know, the Barbie movie, Oppenheimer's been a, a really big thing. I haven't had a chance to see Oppenheimer, but I did get a chance to see Barbie while I was doing my scuba diving. One of the little paths, because one of the things they do is they create these lines where they literally tie a yellow line that is a, sort of a safe path where you're not going to disturb because there's stalactites, stalagmites, and maybe little dangerous areas. So they have these lines, and one of the lines is called the Barbie line. And the reason is, there should be a, a picture of this probably somewhere in my social media. They have a Barbie doll at the midpoint of the line. And apparently it's been there for years and years and years. This isn't something special just for the Barbie movie. Although they they did dress it up, especially they put her in a, a nice dress to rock the red carpet underwater. So I did get to see Barbie, although not the movie. That was fun. My favorite part was the dive into the deepest cenote I got to go down into, which is called the uh, El Pit. Which, if you're not familiar with Spanish, "El" means the, "Pit" is pit, so El Pit is the pit, and the pit goes at least over a hundred feet deep, which is over you know 33 meters. And the deepest that we're allowed to go is, I think they said the 90 foot mark, but we went we went to 99 feet. And what's really cool is. You get to go through these various layers. So the first layer, which is at about thirty feet, is this halocline layer, which is where the salt water and the freshwater layers start to meet and combine, and it creates this very blurry effect where it's like, is are my goggles? Do I have the wrong? Did I put somebody's wrong prescription goggles on? And it's just really trippy because you're just like, I can't see. Things are blurry, and so that's the first layer where it's just like, okay, this is like entering another world. And then the next layer is at about the 90 foot point. It's this hydrogen sulfide layer, which sounds scary. yet it's just the, and remember, scuba diving, so I have my own air supply. So I don't have to worry about breathing this in because I'm breathing the, the air that I brought on the tank with me. And what's really cool is this hydrogen sulfide gas, which is being released by bacteria, which are consuming. Oh, it's almost like in the spirit of that, I just caught a whiff of something. It sounded, <laughs> smells like a... Hydrogen, yeah. Whew. Yeah. I'm in an interesting location which I'm about to which I'll get into after the cenote story. So the sulfide it looks like fog. It's like a foggy layer and what makes it even more fascinating is that the Mayans considered cenote sort of the gateway to the underworld. And so with this fog and seeing there's like, you know, decomposing materials and it just has this stillness, this quiet, this deadlike it really does feel like the gateway to the underworld and to see the formations of the stalactites, the stalagmites, and just thinking about the history geologically and culturally of these places where, because at one point for these rock formations, that meant that these were not filled in with water at one point. So these were, you know, empty caves. And then at some point they became filled in. And also in El Pit, there was some like Mayan pottery that was there. My guide said she's not one hundred percent sure if that's authentic or maybe it could have been placed there, but she knows that there definitely are locations where there is authentic. And so there's a little bit of because I believe it is well known that there were Mayans that you know were phenomenal with diving into the cenotes with great breath control that could you know go very deep and very long. Yet there's also hey maybe at one point when these weren't filled in, you know were there people using these caves doing things. And so to me, I just find this all fascinating, all of these things. And it's just still gorgeous. So if you've ever been like thinking of doing cenote scuba diving or just scuba diving in general, I would recommend it. It's almost a very good forced meditation because you're required to stay calm, monitor your breath. If not, you're going to go through all of your air and you have less time to dive. So that brings me to where I'm staying, which is going to lead into the point of this episode. So, now I'm going to be talking about what it's been like in the location where I'm staying in Tulum. I'm at this place. I'm going to say it's this Ophelia Tulum Hotel. And yeah, I was connected with someone who's like, yeah, this is where I'm living. It's great. They've got co working spaces, phenomenal pool, great internet. It's like gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love it. Ah, and it, I'm just getting refreshing because I believe thanks to all the noise cancellation that gets done with how I record this and my great editing team, you probably weren't hearing any noise, but there was. An air compressor just going like crazy, like mad, and it just clicked off, so its feels so good to have that little bit more peace, a little bit more quiet and it's it's hot here once again, and so I really got the marketing spiel you know from the website, from the booking place from you know a new friend yet when i when I get here, it's a completely different experience for one thing, when driving up, you know leave the paved road and Go into dirt road and it's like this is looking like kind of like ramshackle type light type housing where it's just like slapped together, you know, rough concrete using any sort of materials. I'm just like, what? I thought I'm going to a luxury, a luxury condo hotel area. What's what's this? And then, yep, roll up. There it is. So it's basically this manufactured luxury site in the middle of, you know, probably what's been you know, for, for decades, just where people who've been able to get land grabbed a piece of land, built some stuff on it, been living doing their life. So it's in it's in an area where I'm like, oh, I haven't been in a an area like this and told not to walk at night. And it takes at least 10 to 15 minutes to walk to anywhere for coffee, food, groceries, that type of thing. Uh, power outages. And it's like this is just not exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the benefit? How do I, how do I want to live my life? So now it's time to talk about how do I want to live my life? Because with a lot of this, I've been, yeah, how do I, how do I want to be? Do I want to be, do I want to be like afraid that this is going to harm me? That, you know, walking around, do I want to be afraid that I'm going to get hurt? Do I want to get frustrated? Do I want to be in anger, annoyance with having to walk around long distances? Or do I want to be in a state of peace, a state of joy? state of ease. And I try to choose that more and more often. And as I do that, what becomes available to me shifts. You know, so it's sort of like, well, maybe there is something close by to be able to eat. And turns out just like not even a, like a half a block away, there's a little restaurant. It looks like it's in a shack and it's one of those, I walk up and I'm like, is this place even open? And I go, you know, hola, estas abierto? Which I, I think is, is this open? And then this beautiful, you know, grandma, abuelita looking woman goes, oh, yes, yes. You know, Google Maps and I pull it up and then she starts showing me, you know, okay, I have carne asada, I've got quesadilla, I got tacos and just, you know, delicious food, just the sweetest service and low price. And it's like, okay, so this is like an experience I would not have had if I was not here. And then... Just getting to that experience, you know, walking around, seeing people living in a different way that I'm usually not used to, and realizing these are just people living that life in a different way, just doing their thing, and I can be doing my thing, and I don't have to be afraid that something bad's going to be happening just because the roads are made of dirt and they don't have things are up to U.S. code. And then when it comes to the power outages, there's a little bit of like, okay, is this going to affect my work? I don't have to allow it. I can be confident that I'll find a way to get done what's needed to get, get done and then be open to, well, maybe I can find different ways to do things like, oh, maybe this is a good time to do my Qigong or this is a good time to record my podcast. And recognizing that, oh, maybe this makes me go out of my room and be in the common area where I've been able to interact with people and meet some people I otherwise wouldn't have just the internet was great. And, you know, the other, some things where it's like, it's really hot and I'm sweating. So I probably what look look like I'm, you know, just coming out of a sauna or a steam room or something like that. Yet I'm feeling calm. I'm feeling at peace. I'm feeling at ease. And I'm able to see that in the world. I'm not buying into the world's not working out for me, that then I don't get to be feeling the way I want to feel. I'm flipping it on its head where I'm starting with, how do I want to feel? What kind of experience do I want to create? And then it's amazing that these things show up that allow me to get done what's important to me. Because again, the previous episode was about vision and commitment. So I'm committed to doing this podcast because I want to get messages like these to those of you that listen and watch the snippets or the videos. So I'm committed to that. I'm going to find a way. And so that's why, yeah, this was not the planned time I was going to record this, but Again, I don't have internet in my room. I've got internet out in this common area, which is where I would have recorded anyway. So I'm doing it. I'm making it happen and enjoying it. And I'm looking forward to like, okay, let me go find some other places to eat, to try the food, or there's a couple places I've been that have been great. May I return back and try something else? And so just really getting to enjoy the experience It's different than if I would have just gone with what I thought was the way it should be, you know, how I think the world should show up for me, for me to be able to enjoy things. But when I start with, how do I want to feel? How do I want to live my life? What's the state that I want to be in? And then I start to see all these opportunities showing up. So my question to you is, how's your world showing up to you currently? Like, what are you noticing? Like, is, is the world, is it a bunch of fear? Is a lot of things not not doing what they're supposed to, which is what I would say is obligation? Or is there things that are not are not right, things that are wrong, shameful, full of guilt. So again, is your world filled with fog, fear, obligation, guilt? And if it is, I'd go, you know, look internally. Like how are you living your life? You're probably in it, living it based off of motivated by fear, obligation and guilt, and that's why it's showing up in your world. How can you flip that around and start loving yourself, finding ways to go through life with ease? And then finding the joy in this very moment, right now. And again, it might take a little bit longer than it's comfortable for that that to start showing up in your external world. But it's going to be, it might be subtle, it might be small. But if you're paying attention, it'll start showing up. And the more you're consistent with that, the bigger and the longer it's going to sustain out in the world, regardless of what might be supposedly really going on, really going on. Yeah, so regardless of what's really going on, what's really going on is how you feel about it, because really kind of what matters is the experiences, the emotions, the feelings. And with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up before I lose my connection and my ability to record again, which I think is just another demonstration of I could be getting frustrated, I could be getting annoyed. Yet when it goes out and I have to take a pause in the recording, I just use that as a time to relax and enjoy and be ready for when it's it's time. And so, so I'd highly recommend my book, Engineered to Love, Going Beyond Success to Fulfillment, now available on audiobook, on Audible and other places you can get audiobooks for ways to live a life of joy, ease and love instead of living a life of fear, obligation and guilt and allowing your world to show up that way because how you live your life is how your world shows up for you. So make sure to check me out on Justin Wink PhD on all the social media places. Reach me at podcast at justinwink.com if you wanna email me some questions. So with that, thank you so much and good day.